On this week's Vero Beach Social Media Pop-Up Podcast, we talk to the owner of Work Services, Adam Ogilvy. We chat about growing up in Sebastian, all of his philanthropy, and how he leverages that for his marketing. Give it a listen. You're going to love it. I guarantee it. Here we go. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Vero Beach Social Media Pop-Up Podcast. I'm here with Adam Ogilvy, CEO, owner, founder. What do you call yourself? The president. The president of Orc Services up here in Sebastian. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're up here uh, filming at Halo, uh, which you've uh, partnered up with very well. They're a nonprofit that uh, we're looking out of the window right now. They got a lot of cats and bun buns uh, that they're trying to adopt out. And uh, so anyway, Adam, how are you today? Oh, man, I'm doing great. It's Friday. It is uh, Friday. Everybody loves Fridays. That's right. You know what's funny? We're shooting this on a Friday, and it's going to release on a Friday, so you're not wrong there. Oh, well, I love Fridays. Uh-huh. Even as a business owner, I love Fridays just as much as everybody else. <laughs> so, Adam, what I want to talk to you about today is a little bit about Orc Services. I want to talk about your marketing. I want to talk about your philanthropy. I want to talk about all of that. But first, why don't you introduce yourself, where you came from, where you grew up, and we'll start with that. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so uh, name's Adam Ogavi. I'm the owner of Orc Services, and uh, I grew up here in the lovely state of Florida, uh, born and raised, and uh, I'm practically a local of Sebastian. I moved here in 85 with my parents, and I pretty much consider myself born and raised here, even though I wasn't born here, I've been here my entire life. All right. So you uh, you pretty much grew up here. You graduated from Sebastian High School, right? Yeah, I graduated from Sebastian High School. I was part of the first class to complete all four years of the high school when they first opened. So we were that we were the second graduating class, but we're the first graduating class to complete all four years. Gotcha. Okay. And then um, let's talk about your transition from a high school graduate to a business owner, Orc. And then yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, a little bit of history about why I decided to own a business was uh, at in high school they had different academies and I always had a kind like of entrepreneur drive and they had a business program there that I took the business academy versus the culinary and the automotive and all those other things and so I've kind of always wanted to go in that direction since I was always little. So, so what got you into reconstruction, mold, uh, water, trauma cleanup? I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on here, including your phone ring yeah. right now. The, yeah. the life of a business owner. Well, let uh-huh. me pause this. For, <laughs> let me hang up on him. And um, yeah, we actually, uh, as I was driving here, we picked up two emergency flood jobs. So our team's deploying out to help customers with their homes flooding in essence. Well, don't ever turn the phone off. I've learned that as a business owner. But what I love, the story that I love about uh, Orc is how you got started with the Treasure Coast Builders Association when you were in college and all that. I love that story. Why don't you tell the listeners all about it? Uh, Yeah. So um, through the course of growing up and there's been a lot of opportunities that uh, just kind of just fell on my lap just through sheer luck, I, I believe. And so when I graduated from high school, you know, just like most students, they don't know what they're doing with their lives. And and uh, I wandered into the Mueller Center, the Indy River Community College li- uh, lobby, just like trying to figure it out. You know, I, I was kind of your average student at high school, did, didn't have much uh, ambitions to be in college, but I knew that's the direction I need to go. So I went to the Mueller Center and I remember standing there and it was like, a trifold thing of career placement on the wall. And I remember picking up a brochure and it said, uh, journeyman carpentry, um, uh, 900 hour journeyman carpentry class, 
the college was offering you get paid ten dollars a day to show up and 17 college credits when you finished and i didn't have any money and i was like wow that's this seems like something i could do and then uh, i remember my sister-in-law was a realtor and she was like hey adam you can build it and i could sell it and i'm like okay that's what i'm gonna do and uh through picking up that brochure later found out that program was sponsored by the treasure coast builders association through all their members uh, donating to the college to help make that program happen and through that program i met all the tcba members and i've, I've been part of the tcba ever since you know and and they allowed that program to happen so it, it led to other great things just by sheer luck of being there so it's really interesting so you started this program you went through the carpentry program Tell us about how you got from carpentry to this. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> when I was in the carpentry program, uh, the uh, a gentleman named Bob Sink was working for another construction company, contacted the dean of the college, and was looking for a assistant project manager, and the dean recommended uh, me to the interview. Um, and uh, that, uh, that led to getting into construction, working new construction. And so I started to build my background in actual home construction there. So I had a long extensive uh, um, uh, a, uh, doing home construction that, that later led to commercial construction with another company to, and uh, next thing you know, um, Hurricane Jean and Francis came blowing through, which opened my eyes to the insurance restoration world. And uh, I worked uh, doing insurance restoration for 12 years for another gentleman. They retired and just naturally went into the restoration business for myself. So you've been in business, what, 11 years now? Or Going on 12 now. Going on 12. We just passed the 11th yeah, anniversary. Yeah, just passed. I can't believe it. Yeah. Yep. So talk about what Orc does. I know that you guys do uh, mold remediation. I know that you do flood cleanup. You actually cleaned up a flood of my house uh, and did yeah. a bunch of uh, reconstruction in there. Talk a little bit about Orc's services. Yeah, so um, we do a lot, and it's hard to tell what we do based upon our name, Orc Services, but what we specialize in is uh, water damage cleanup, mold remediation, fire restoration, and then crime scene cleanup. And then also I'm a general contractor in the state of Florida, so we do all the repair work from all those damages. So we're kind of like a remodel contractor as well. So what's kind of cool about your business, um, and I'm not going to mention your competitors by name, but what sets you apart, I think, from your competitors is not only do you come in, clean it up, mitigate the damages, even cut out the drywall and all that stuff like the other guys would do, but you put it back together. And my assumption is these other companies, they usually don't do that. They have to hire out. They have to find another GC. They have to find another company. Um, it's pretty cool that you're like a one-stop shop. I can call you. I can get it cleaned up. I can get it fixed. And you handle with the insurance company, and I don't have to worry about it. Right. I mean, yeah, that's kind of how it works. That's right? it. Yeah. We're, that was my experience. Anyway. Yeah. It's uh, very few of us in the marketplace here locally that offers uh, turnkey service that does everything from showing up for the emergency service, dealing with the mitigation and then wanting to put everything back together. There's very few of us that offer that. Uh, and most restoration companies only want to go in and dry your house up and leave you with the repairs to deal with later. Our concept is we want to be there all the way through the process to ensure our customers homes are put back together. Uh, and a lot of our customers see the value in that. And uh, most of our jobs are because of that. One of my other favorite things about your business is you're on every job site. At some point, I mean, you're there, the owner, the CEO, president, founder, again, whatever you want to call it, the prez is everywhere. <laughs> oh, I, I do try. I mean, I, yeah, I mean there's some cases like where I'm not. Yeah, it seems like you're on every job site. Yeah, I do try, but there's always those 
few that I can't quite make there, but we do a lot of work and I'm very blessed that our customers uh, and fa- families and friends that are referring us business, it's, it's been tremendous. It's been a good blessing. Well, the next thing I want to touch on, not necessarily the marketing, because you know we, we've handled digital marketing for you guys for years and we love doing it, but your approach to marketing is um, it's a little different than most companies. Talk about how you use philanthropy to help market your business. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> yeah, so about four years ago, maybe five years now, time's flying so quickly, I, I realized that I could do more for the community. I've been, I was so focused on helping uh, running a business, establishing the business, and I felt like I got to a point where I could start contributing back to the community. And I was like, well, this would be just another element of why somebody should, should hire work services because not only do we do a phenomenal job on the site, but we're giving back to the community uh, in, the same, in the same process. So when they're out there looking for a recommendation, uh, it's just another um, tool that they can say, uh, somebody can say, you need to call ORC because they, they help the homeless, they help everybody, and we do, and, and it's and in, not all companies do that, so we wanted to get it out there that, yeah, this is what we do, we're not here to, to brag that we're doing it, it's just want to inform the community, like, yeah, we are a good company, and we give back to the community, and we're just trying to do our part. Well, it's nice to know that, you know, when I hire a guy like you, I, a lot of that money, and when I say a lot, I mean a lot of that money goes to nonprofits in town. I mean, whether it's Halo here, whether it's uh, For Love of Paws, whether it's, uh, I I mean, there are so many nonprofits that you've helped over the years. Um, I I mean, you do the 12 Days of Christmas usually. I don't know if we're going to do that this year, but you normally do the 12 Days of Christmas. You do a thing for your anniversary. You do the Turkey Bowl. I mean... Yeah, the Turkey Bowl was great this year. The Turkey Bowl was awesome this year. Yeah, yeah. So actually, if you guys don't know about the Turkey Bowl, uh, well, I'll let Adam explain. Yeah, Um, so uh, the Turkey Bowl, this was our fourth annual Thanksgiving Turkey Bowl this year. And you're like, Turkey Bowl, what's that? It's literally you come out, bowl a frozen turkey down a bowling lane that we made. We set up cans of yams in the lane as bowling pins and you knock them over. If you come out, you bowl a turkey, you're going to leave with like an entire Thanksgiving meal for a family, at least a family of four to five. I mean, it's a turkey, all the sides. And then we have some really great sponsors that co-contributed to it, like 20 other businesses. And uh, this year uh, we were able to, um, I think it was 225 Thanksgiving meals that we were able, or dinners for a whole family. When I say meals, I mean, we fed a lot of people. Probably a thousand meals. Yeah, and, and then um, in conjunction with that turkey bowl, we were able to work with other nonprofits that were able to extend the amount of f- people we fed. I don't know. I think we fed like close to 3,000 people spinoffs of that event in our community. It's been it's really been great. So um, just f- so that the listeners know, you're crazy. All right, oh, I, w- crazy? I want the listeners to know that. You are okay. crazy. Okay, thank um, you. You call me once a month with the wackiest ideas and believe it or not, half of them turn out to be phenomenal ideas. Oh, thanks. And I will never forget the day you called me. And you said, hey, I have an idea about this turkey bowl. And I'm like, yeah. this guy is nuts. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, we're going to bowl a frozen turkey down a lane. we got to figure out how to do it. Yeah. And lo and behold, you figured out how to do it. And, you know, <laughs> you know when, and in every year, it's like the same kids come back. And you see that and you, I get to experience and watch them grow up and they, they look forward to bowling that turkey. And then you have the same families coming back that need that Thanksgiving dinner. And, and then you have the members of the community come out just to participate. 
they don't really want the turkey. They just want the enjoyment of the event, knowing that it's giving back to the community. So there's a mix of people coming, uh, and that was that's great. Well, I love how you parlay other businesses into it as well. And, and you know, this is going to sound funny, but it's real easy to write a check. It's real yeah. easy to just say, okay, fine, nonprofit, you, 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 okay, yeah, you need a check, here's a check. I love how you just dive yourself and dive your company into this. You hold the event yourself. I mean, you give up your parking. You close down for a yeah, day. A you, day and a half, actually. Yeah, I mean, you've got the tent set up, you've got the booths, and you really make it an event. And like you said, it's not just handing a meal out. I mean, you make it fun. I mean, yeah. it's, it's an event. And you're right, people. I, I've been there all four years. People show up, and they're yeah. just there to hang out and watch this craziness yeah. <laughs> go about and you end up helping what'd you say 3,000 families yeah. you know, 3,000 people with yeah. meals it's, yeah it's just uh, between that event and all the spinoff of it you know it just just compounded it's crazy yeah yeah, yeah. and then like I said I, I don't know if it's going to happen this year but the, the 12 days of Christmas thing is great where we leverage social media to try and find people to say hey what nonprofit should Orc donate to this year and then, yeah. and then you get 12 of them and then you go out and you got these big checks as a matter of fact uh, Andy I took some B-roll maybe we could throw it in the podcast here but I got B-roll of one of the checks that you yep. wrote to Halo yep. and <laughs> Halo's been Halo's uh, has been a uh, winner of these events that have been holding uh, for sure they've won at least two uh, you've done so many of these now it's t- hard to remember exactly everybody I've given money away to but um, it's been a great a great experience and I love it when and, um, I talk to somebody that maybe that doesn't know Orc services or know what we do, but they go, wow, you guys are the, the company that gives away to these nonprofits and, and they don't know anything other than, other than that. And it's, and it's a great feeling knowing like we're being able to impact the community. It's funny. You were talking about Mr. Beast before the podcast. You, I think you were Indian River County's Mr. Beast. Oh, I don't know. People about know that. he is, uh, you know, giving away money. Mr. Orc, I guess. <laughs> Mr. Orc. I Mr. like Mr. Orc. I love yeah. it. I mean, I wish I could do. I wish I could do what he can do, and that would be yeah. that would be phenomenal for our community. Yeah. Well, one thing I do want to talk about is the social media and the digital uh, advertising side of things. Um, you're, I mean, between Orc and the Facebook page and the Instagram page and um, and the Growing Your Vegetables YouTube channel and TikTok, uh, you are definitely heavily invested and heavily interested in social media, digital advertising, which not a lot of businesses around here are. Why don't you talk about your your thought? process and and the philosophy you have behind marketing and using digital platforms to further whether it's orc or it's the vegetable growing thing or whatever it is yeah so i definitely believe in expanding my sphere of network either through just direct conversation or trying to connect one entity to the other so like yeah yeah i do growing your vegetables youtube page which is more of a hobby for me but you know, it, which, it, by the way, not to cut you off, if you haven't seen this, just search grow, "growing your vegetables" on YouTube. Yes, it's it's a really cool page. There's a lot of really neat stuff. Yeah. On so there. and I, so I kind of said I enjoyed the gardening. So I was like, you know what, with the turkey bowl and the events, I'm going to grow things in front of my office. I'm going to try. To, one year I attempted to grow the world's largest pumpkin in front of our office. The city of Sebastian didn't I really care for that. I told you guys, this guy is crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> so then uh, yeah. So then uh, so I tried that and. I think everybody in the town realized when they were driving past our office, these humongous pumpkin plants growing. And then that didn't pan out, but the, it was such a big pumpkin plant. I, I, I underestimated how big these things were going to be. So that didn't work. <clears throat> and then I planted a cornfield out in front of the office. And it's all you know, just part of trying to do something with the turkey bowl for like a fall festival and, and try to like, you know, you don't see 
pumpkin patches in Sebastian. <laughs> and uh, most people that come from up north, you know, I miss the pumpkin patches. When I visited up north, I saw them. So it was something that I was tr attempting to do, and why not? Let's do, let's try to break a world record while we're doing it. So that was a pretty expensive endeavor just to do that. You think, oh, just growing a plant, but try to grow a world record pumpkin. That was a that was a big task. Didn't you buy seeds from the spawn of the biggest pumpkin or something? Like yeah, so yeah, that's I I got the actual seed from that that year's world record pumpkin. So I, I mean, it was thousands of pounds i think it was north of two thousand pounds and uh, i do have more pumpkin seeds but i don't know it was a lot of energy to do that and for this year's turkey bowl i remember you going out and cutting out sunflowers talk about growing all the sunflowers yeah so we grow a field of sunflowers so that we could have the kids uh, that come out and bowl or anybody that can have fresh picked sunflowers for for their table at their house so we just trying to co-mingling. And then I try to grow, before that, I try to grow like the tallest sunflower in front of our office. And just to try to create interaction with the community. It's not all about the crime scene cleanup and the emergency and dealing with the headaches of insurance. It's like, hey, we, there's, there's fun things that we do here at our office with our staff and we just wanted to share it with everybody. So that's one last thing I wanted to touch on, and then we can go kind of acapella and just talk about whatever you want. Yeah. But caring cleanup, okay? You guys have always done trauma cleanup with ORC, but you've kind of spun this off. Let's talk about caring cleanup, who you're helping with that, what those services are. Um, go. Yeah, so <laughs> we've always done crime scene cleanup and after death services you know it's something that's hard to talk about with everybody it's hard to market that uh, and we do so much here at orc services uh, it kind of gets lost in the brand of orc services so um, we we were pursuing it for a long time we're the only licensed bio re um, a recovery company in any river county so we're licensed by the health department to uh, generate it means cleaning it up and then we're the only ones that are also licensed to transport it so we're the only company that can clean it up and transport it on the road in our county in any river county so well, that's pretty unique and so i decided i was going to separate that division and call it caring cleanup so we created another company called caring cleanup that does that so we, we can be more specific so our customers can find us so talk to me about what that process looks like. And, and again, this is not something that's easy to talk about for a lot of people, but I mean, tragedy happens and, 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 and unfortunately, yeah. uh, somebody's gotta be there to clean it up. So, so if there's something that happens at my house or my place of business or something like that, what happens next? Yeah, so an unfortunate event occurred, you know, regardless of what it was, um, you need a company to come in and clean it up so that your family can start the healing process. You don't want your family going in and cleaning up your your uncle or your parents or any relatives. And you want to have it separated. You need to start the healing process right away. We come in discreetly as possible. We clean everything up uh, immediately. Uh, we don't want that lingering around. And then uh, we work with the the um, the homeowner whoever's in the point of contact and the insurance company pays for all those services. So just like a water leak in your house similar to this scenario uh and uh most of the time are the customers that we deal with don't have to pay anything that's it's definitely uh 
nice to hear, I guess. You yeah, know, no, with all the funeral that. costs and all that other stuff. I mean, it's just another expense that yeah. I guess you don't have to worry about. But uh, it, I think it's a it's a great uh, service that you provide again for the county and uh, being the only licensed uh, company in the county to, to be able to do it. It's yeah, huge. You would think that would be something that would generate a lot of business for us, being the only one. Uh, there's definitely a lot of competition out there that I think is not properly licensed and insured like we are. I mean, all of our team has gone through extensive training. Uh, I mean, they have the they have the same training as the person that would clean up anthrax. I mean, that's the level of, of uh, training our team has. Wow, wow. Well, that's not uh, the most exciting thing to talk about for a lot of family no, members, it's not. but it is a service that you offer, and I think that it's an important service. And uh, yeah. yeah, so um, so back to Orc. Uh, all the nonprofit stuff, all the philanthropic stuff that you do, um, all the services that you offer. Anything else you want to add uh, about Orc? Or yeah, so a, a lot of people don't realize is that you would think that a hometown Sebastian boy would be nominated as one of the fastest growing companies in America, which was one of my biggest pinnacle things that I wanted to accomplish. And and right here in Sebastian, I was ranked uh, the uh, I think it's twenty one twenty one hundredth fastest growing company or was it 2100 or 1200 man it's been a while i know it's through inc 5000 which yeah. is a big deal yeah, yeah so we were we were right there in the inc 5000 in the whole nation right here in sebastian so that was some big achievement well i'll tell you he probably won't brag about it a lot but i looked at it to see all right well what would i have to do to be an inc 5000 and it was like virtually impossible you have to grow by a thousand percent every year for three years yeah. and you have to gross i don't know quadrillion dollars or something right. like that. You got to do, do a lot. Gotta do and a uh, lot. when I saw the qualifications, I was like, oh my God, how, how is this even possible? But it's, yeah. it's pretty cool that you were able to do it. And yeah. like you said, Indian River County, man, where you got to be the only one yeah. in Indian River County. Um, yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> the only one. And uh, I definitely very proud of living in Sebastian, doing these great things and um, just being able to give back to the, the community that I love. Yeah, well, you grew up here. You're, you're giving back, and uh, it's it's really a pleasure to work with you. And yeah, when I say you're crazy, it's obviously in a good way. But yeah. I, I love when I get those calls because I see Adam Ogilvie come up on my phone. And I'm like, oh God, what idea is he going to come up with <laughs> <Right>. next? <laughs> yeah, it's just... usually the other way around. Usually our clients come to us for ideas, and then and then okay, well, how are we going to implement them? You're a little different. Yeah, I let you come up with the idea, and then I have to come through logistically. How are we going to? Yeah, do how this? am I going to do this? Right. I mean, what do we got to do? Does this make right. sense? How know? am I going to get people to come to a place where they're going to? throw a frozen turkey down a visqueen lane and knock down cans of yams how how are we going to do that <laughs> right or how are we going to like organize like 12 different charities and get people to vote online and actually make it legit right you know, for people and think right. i'm trying to like get some free and uh free advertising somehow uh, you are quite the inspiration for yeah. us so again i don't know if there's anything else you want to add but th those are all things i wanted to touch on uh if you're watching this, uh, see on the fifth annual Thanksgiving Turkey Bowl and see what this craziness is all about, right? Yeah, if we were smart, we would have shot this two months ago, and uh, we would have this would have been an advertisement for right. the Turkey Bowl. At the Turkey Bowl. Now it's for next year's Turkey Bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll re-air it next. Year, okay. So. How's that sound? <laughs> that sounds great. And uh, cool. All right. Well, if that's it, um, I do want to thank Halo. Um, yeah, Halo is great. If anybody needs to adopt the animal check out halo and they, they do so much i think they they announced they saved like twenty thousand pets from being killed oh, that's, I, i'm telling you walking through here is really impressive I yeah mean, all the animals that they had yeah, they just had an amazing fundraiser i think 400 people showed up and it was a great event so it's definitely a great charity to keep in mind if you want to donate money to 
Yeah, yeah. Well, again, thank you, Halo, um, for having us up here in Sebastian. Um, they've been great, great hosts. Thank you for yeah. coming on and uh, talking a little bit about your business. And um, that's it. All right, great. Well, thank any, you. Any everybody. shout outs? Any? Um, yeah, hey, mom. Just All right. kidding. <laughs> All right, well, thanks again, buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Bye. Bye.